Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith and I am here today with Krista and Christiana who just last month completed their third year of service with Troop 609 on Mackinac Island. So thank you both so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to hear about your experiences. To get us started, can you walk me through a day in the life of a Mackinac Island Honor Guard Scout? So on the island, we have four basic duties. We raise and lower the flags in the morning and at night. We do guide duty, which I'll touch on later. We do service duty, and we have KP duty. So guide duty is when we go to the historical fort on Mackinac Island, and we can answer questions um, that any of the tourists have, learn historical facts, um, give directions, and just um, be a general help to anyone in the fort. Um, Service duty is, just as it sounds, we, while we're on the island, we do community service, um, such as in years past, we've done um, trash hikes where you can see the scenic views of the island, um, we do... We've gotten to um, paint stairs and clean gravestones at the cemeteries, which was pretty fun. Most of what we do is trash hikes. We also have bigger projects that we're given, such as painting the stairs mm-hmm. or cleaning the headstones. Um, Last year, we actually got to plant a tree at the barracks, which we stay in for an, a week. So we, we got to see that, that grow, and it's pretty cool. KP duty is kitchen patrol. So we get to cook for everyone. We get to clean the barracks, too. How did you guys become friends? Did you meet during this experience? Or, you know, what? Tell me that story. So I didn't know Christiana very well. Um, We met in fifth grade, but we were in different classes. We knew each other from the hallways. Um, And then in the honor guard, there was a familiar face in the crowd of quite a few girls. (laughs) Um, And we we weren't in the same patrol. I got to know a bunch of other girls, um, made a whole bunch of other connections. Through the program, we get to make a lot of new friends and meet a lot of new people, um, which is really cool because, as Krista said, I didn't really know her that well. But um, through the program, we were bunk buddies, and we got, like, sat with each other during meals. So then we grew closer over time. One thing that I hear from your experience is this idea of friendship and building friendship, whether it's someone on the island that you've known from elsewhere or if it's brand new faces, you know, people you've never seen in your life. So tell me a little bit about that. How does that friendship aspect happen during your service on the, on the island? Everyone on the island is so kind. It's it's amazing place to make friends. I feel like it's the best place to make friends. It's it's automatic. When we get to the trainings, we are separated into four groups called patrols, so we can break up and be in smaller groups as we go about our time on the island and at trainings. With your patrol, you spend a lot of time with them at trainings, and you can meet so many different new people that you would not know or would not necessarily 
become friends with otherwise Mm -hmm. everyone's just so kind and it's just it's just an automatic response to spending so much time with such amazing people with the new girls at trainings we spend a lot of time going over what the island is going to be like such as um, what's expected uh, what rules we have for uniform um, and other like daily what what we go about in our daily lives more in depth Um, and we have schedules that we go over, and it's just a really great time to learn more about what is coming up and also grow closer to those around you. Like, Mackinac is a safe space. You can always ask questions. With the patrols, it's a great way, it's a great chance to make sure that the young girls are comfortable with everything that we're going over and that they're comfortable with, like, the program, because I know that some girls are, like, kind of iffy when they first like go into it. So two things that I that I heard there that I really want to make sure we touch on. Um, the first being the girl-led piece, right? Like you guys are, are working to support new girls as they come into the program and make sure that they feel comfortable and ready to engage in this week of service. And the other thing being the safe space, you know, that this is a, a comfortable space because I think it's not a surprise to anyone that if you spend a week on an island doing service with how many other girls, 50 other girls, 60 60 other girls, there might, you know, potentially be some conflict, right? Maybe some fights. Like, I don't think that's (laughs) surprising to anybody Um, because anytime you put a bunch of girls together in a room, it doesn't even have to be girls. You know, anytime you stick a bunch of people together for an extended period of time, you're going to have those conflicts. So I would love to hear a little bit about both of those things, so the the safe space piece and also the the conflict piece and how you guys navigate that because that's a huge, important skill to build up is being able to navigate conflict um, in a productive way and in a way that maintains that safe space feeling. So weirdly enough, there are no fights on Mackinac. We get along so well. It's such a community of loving girls. It really is just a space where you can be yourself and meet new people and, and become lifelong friends. And it's it's a space where you can be together for a week and not see each other for another year and come back and talk like you were talking the day before. It's really just, it's a, it's a friendship that is like no other I've ever had before. It's not a friendship that you need to keep up by giving them a text every other Friday and saying, hey, are you still alive? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a friendship where it's like you share these truly amazing experiences and it's no one else will know how beautiful and amazing and awesome this experience is other than the girls that you're, you're around. And if there is any sort of conflict at all, there are ways to fix it. You can talk to anyone. You can talk to girls around you. You can talk to anyone on leadership. You can talk to any of the adults. And if you have a problem that really you don't want to talk about, there is a place where you can put an anonymous note into a box in the bathroom. And the program director, Brenda, opens it at night and will read the notes and address anything immediately as, as, as fully as she can. And since we've spent so much time together, it feels like we're one big family. So if there's anything like anything at all that you need like help with, you can have someone to talk to. It really is just a big family of a whole bunch of teenage girls. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So 
Tell me a little bit about the the leadership structure and and what girl-led means in this program. So we have JL, or junior leadership, which is all, it's all girls. Um, So there's, if you have any questions, you can go to any of them. They will always help you. Um, So there are patrol leaders, which is like a step down from unit leaders. There are assistant patrol leaders. There is program committee leader, which I was last year. There's also marching leaders. Um, and then there is SPL, which is senior patrol leader, which is like a step down from the unit leaders, but above the patrol leaders. Um, so she, it's always a senior every year. And she always like makes sure that everyone's okay. Um, if there's anything she's that- the adult of the kids. Yeah, she's the adult of the kids. So if Brenda has anything that she needs to tell anyone, she can go to the, the SPL and the SPL can come to us like to help with anything. So immediately when girls are introduced to the program, they're introduced through other girls. So girls who are in their second year and above who are considered older girls, they will take charge during trainings and explain what goes on the island and help new girls with anything they might need. So when you hear the phrase girl-led, what does that mean for this program? So most decisions that get to be made on the island that aren't already decided by the state are all decided by the girls. So we get to choose what color our KP shirt is. So the KP shirt is the shirt that we are given um, when we are on kitchen duty or cleaning duty so we don't get our uniform dirty because we're technically still on duty, but we can't be in uniform to clean and cook. We get a little messy. We get to choose the colors of our KP shirts, which is always lots of fun. We also get to choose the theme of when we're on the island. We, we, every year we choose a different theme. We decorate the barracks with a theme, and we, we ha- do program nights. So the program committee leader is kind of in charge of all of that. Um, they will help decorate the barracks, and they're in charge of figuring out what, we, the, what they will do for program nights. So this year... The theme was cereal, which is pretty cool. So I had to come up with like what we were gonna do. So we decorated the barracks with cereal. We had like some Lucky Charms everywhere and some actual cereal boxes, which is awesome. And then for one of the nights, we did like trivia of like just the origins of all the cereals. We also had a scavenger hunt, um, which is pretty cool. We got to like see the island after, like, after sunset or like right before, um, which was, was beautiful. And then we also get to plan which snack we, we will have for the program nights. So after the scavenger hunt, we had a little sundae bar. So it was ice cream, and we had like all these different kinds of toppings. We had Lucky Charms marshmallows as one of the toppings, which was awesome. So that's what the theme is. The theme gets to decide um, some of the activities we do at night after we're off duty, and um, also how we decorate our barracks to keep it unique and fun. How does, it, how does it feel to be part of a program that is so girl-led and that, that you have so much power in choosing what that experience is like? It's really impactful. I feel really good telling people about the program and watching their expressions change, like, oh my gosh, like, they get to do this, it's amazing. I'm always really proud of the program. Um, it's, it's such an amazing program. Being so girl-led, you really, you have a voice. And the leadership positions are all for girls, and it's, it's really specialized, and it's very communal and interactive, 
and it's very important. We, we are an important part of the program. So you feel like you're doing your part to help the program, and you really are. It's every girl is important, every girl counts. And if every girl does what they're supposed to do, the week just goes by smoothly. And just it's just an amazing experience. One of the main things that I really like about this program is that through it, you get to find your voice. Because like, I know many girls are like, more shy. More shy, or like they have anxiety about something. And through this, you get to like overcome all of those um, faults that you may have. Someone who may be normally quiet and shy is outspoken and loud because this program, it's just, it's another, it's another, it's an outerworldly experience. It really is. It's, it's. It shows you a new side of yourself that you haven't seen. Yeah. It almost gives you a different, it gives you a different you almost. It's a lot of work. The, the program is a very dedicated program. I say you have to want it to do it, but that makes it seem really negative, where it's really, even though it's a lot of hard work put into it, it pays off in the end. And getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to make breakfast doesn't seem like getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning because no. you're, used to you're on the well. island, mm-hmm. and you're making breakfast, and you're going to be in the kitchen with your friends and your other friends are going to eat the breakfast and then tell you it was amazing and just the the amount of love and positivity and family shared is just amazing it's you there's no bad days on the island you you could not have a bad day no one would let you have a bad day it's basically illegal it's, it's just, it's amazing. It really is. Food tastes 125% better when you're on the island. I've eaten, Chores. I've eaten so much food that, like, I usually, I eat food when I'm not on the island, but not as much as I do when I'm up there, like, because I, I get, like, three helpings. Chores don't feel like chores when you're on the island. It's just, my favorite thing to do is actually clean the bathrooms because yes <laughs> you get you get your science goggles on and you get a sprayer and you get some mama mia blasting from a speaker and mm-hmm. and you clean the showers and it's <laughs> it's not an experience feel, you would ever have anywhere else i feel like a scientist when i'm up there oh yeah it's when, amazing when you have to clean the bathrooms and especially the showers you have to wear um safety goggles mm-hmm. which is and gloves. reasonable and gloves which is definitely reasonable um, but it's, it's really funny because we all make jokes about it. Leaves rings around your eyes like raccoons sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. They go away. Yeah, they do go away. And everyone, it, it is a lot of work, and everyone thinks, like, why would you want to clean a bathroom? Mm-hmm. But it's really just the people you're with. The program in itself is a really different experience. It's a great experience. It is. It's a wonderful experience. People may think that it's, like, really hard and that, like, why are you doing this? It's, like, weird. But honestly, you get to learn, you get to earn so many new skills from being in the program that you probably, I wouldn't learn with, like, without it. And it's, like, it's such, it pays off in the end. Yeah, a great portion of um, the time you spend on the island when you're not in the scout barracks, um, so most of your time is going to be on guide duty. Um, And guide duty, to explain that, is you stand at parade rest, um, which is just a way to stand so you don't pass out. You bend your knees a little bit, um, and you put your hands behind your back, and you relax your shoulders. Um, 
And you stand there for two, two and hours. a half, which it doesn't seem that long once you're actually at guide duty because you get to talk to so many people and you like people come from all over the world to Mackinac Island and you get to meet so many new like amazing people. It's like work, but it's worth it's it. It's fun work. Yeah, it's it's worth it. It's one hundred percent. It matters. Like what you're doing is important. You'll get comments every day of thank you for being here or what a great opportunity you have from the tourists Mm -hmm. because it really makes the experience for you and for them special people seem like in such awe or like shock when we tell them what we what we're uh what we have to do or like what our um responsibilities are you put in the effort so you get the reward you can even get like scholarships from it and also it looks great on your resume just saying yeah it's a hard thing to describe because of how much it means to you. So it's more than words can describe. It really is a combination of those things along with sleeping in one room with 60 other girls and saying goodnight to everybody before you go to bed. Having Brenda and say goodnight to you. When Brenda comes around, that's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. When Brenda comes around the barracks and says goodnight to every single one of us after the lights go out, or how taps are played every night after lights out, and you can hear it through the open windows, or how it's always a little bit breezy on the island. Or we could talk about how you when feel you're so on, powerful, like it makes you feel so uplifted. That's because what you're doing is important. And we talk about how when you're on the island, everything smells like horse poop. Everything smells like horse poop. And you'll go you on a trash hike, on your shoes. and you will walk through poop, and you will complain about it all day, because I walked through poop in my good it's shoes. But it's okay, because it's Mackinac. It's so much, it's so much more than anything that we could explain. It's just, it's just being there in the moment, and looking up at the sky, and seeing a thousand stars. Looking down below you, and seeing the geese on the lawn. And every single one of the adults cares um they're they're all all, they're all there for us just to support us and help us through the program i've mentioned that you can go to them for anything but you really can all the adults are so amazing all the unit leaders are so sweet and so kind the the support staff they're just they're all so sweet and they're all there just to help us and be there for us and share this experience and they're all so helpful there's there's no overbearing adult sort of vibe coming from them they're all just they're they're there to to hang around with the girls and joke around and nerd out about our favorite books and talk about movies and have an amazing experience so to wrap us up if you were talking to another girl who is maybe considering joining honor guard what would you tell her it's a great opportunity and you're gonna make so many great memories and so many amazing friends that you will have that you will keep with you as your life goes on no matter where you are you you can still talk to them i would say it's an honor and an experience if you do it for nothing else do it for the experience just to be with the group of girls and just fall in love with the island and with the program and with the adults and the girls and and the evening programs and all the time you spend with everyone else and it's also an honor to be chosen. It's a once-in-a-lifetime, one-in-a-million program, and it's it's the only one of its kind, and 
Mackinac is, it really is special. It's, there's no cars. It's, it's another world. It's a place where time it, stops. It really is a place where time stops. My favorite quote is, one day on Mackinac Island can feel like a week, and one week on Mackinac Island can feel like a day. Looking back on everything you did and how much you did and all the experiences and memories and times you shared or times you were alone and took a moment to appreciate everything. You just, you just take a deep breath. It kind of make you re- makes you realize like what you have and how much you can like give back to the community. It really is an honor to serve and an honor to be there and an honor to enjoy to the fullest what an amazing experience you have. Well, ladies, thank you so much for chatting with me today about your experience. I think that you really painted a picture for our listeners of what this is like and how it has really shaped who you are today. So thank you so much for joining us. So I'm here with Haley now, who is a multiple-year participant in the Honor Guard, um, and she's a leadership girl now for her third year in a row. So thank you for chatting with me today, Haley. Yeah, thanks for having me. So take us, so this is your sixth year yeah. as a serving on the, on the Honor Guard. So take us back to when all those years ago, six years ago, when you decided you, wanna be, you wanted to be part of this. Um, kind of what made you want to join this? So my sister before me was actually an honor guard scout. She's a few years older than me. Mm-hmm. And she joined this program, and I was like, what the heck are you doing? You're wearing <laughs> a khaki skirt and marching in the heat all day, and you're having fun? <laughs> but we came to visit her, and we were on the island, and I, that's where I met Miss Jeffrey, actually, mm-hmm. to visit my sister. And Miss Jeffrey was like, oh, my gosh, you have to join the program. And I was like, why would I want to do that? And between <laughs> Mrs. Jeffrey and my sister talking to me, they're like, oh, yeah, we do all these amazing things. You know, we do all of this. You know, we go on trips. We do all these different activities. You meet all these new people. And they mm. kept telling me all these great things. And I was like, okay, okay, you convinced me. I'll try mm-hmm. it. And so I went in ahead and did my application. Mm-hmm. And I came to the interview. And, like, I was pretty excited but a little bit skeptical you know I was young seventh grade you know yeah. joining this thing where we're gonna leave for a week but I was like you know my sister's still here like this will be good she enjoys it so I should give it a try and mm-hmm. so I decided to sign up awesome and were you did did blah, blah, see word vomit <laughs> were your expectations met Oh, yeah, met and exceeded. Mm. I came in, and I was like, this is probably like, all right, we're going to learn some things, and it'll be pretty cool. But then it turns out, like, once you're actually in the program, it opens your eyes to things. Like, we talk about we march a lot. We march Mm. everywhere we go. Everyone's like, oh, my goodness, why would I want to march everywhere I go? That's literally one of my favorite things to do now. I love doing the marching. I love calling marching now that I'm in leadership Mm. and, like, it's the smallest, like, things that you wouldn't expect to be just, like, that cool and that fun. But, like, the feeling you get when you're marching down the street and all these tourists are stopping and pointing. And they're like, oh, my goodness, there goes the Girl Scouts. It's the mm. coolest thing in the world. That's super cool. And, okay, so if I were someone who I've never seen the, the Honor Scouts at, at Mackinac, like, I have no idea what this whole marching business is like. How would you explain that to me? So if I had to explain marching, I would say it's mostly just, like, walking quietly in step. Mm. So, like, our goal is to not scare the horses because when we're all marching together, mm. we're all wearing the same thing. The horses actually think we look like a giant centipede. And oh. so th- that's kind of what we describe it as. So they get terrified because we're the only thing bigger than them there. 
So our goal huh. is basically to be as quiet as we can and as uniform as we can. That way we kind of just skirt by and they don't really notice us. They're mm-hmm. not too scared. But then, like, all the tourists who are looking, who obviously aren't scared of us because we're, you know, <laughs> a bunch of high school girls <laughs> and walking along, are like, oh, my gosh, look how professional. Look how cool that looks. They're all stepping at the same time. Oh, and, yeah. like, we've got pictures where everyone's foot is in the exact same position, marching along, everyone's smiling. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. That's so cool. Um, and when you said, as a leadership girl, calling for mm-hmm. the marches, so what is, what is that like? So calling, it's both fun and a little bit stressful. Mm. So obviously, if you're the one calling, you're in charge of setting the tempo. So, you know, cadence, you know, left, 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 right, left. Pretty straightforward, except you have to remember to do it at a tempo that everyone can walk. You have to Mm. speak clearly. You can't mess it up or else everyone has to change their feet. And then that's the easy part. (laughs) You go over to where you're doing turns and stuff, and there's like a specific foot to call it on and all these things that you've spent all year training your girls how to respond to. Mm. And your job is to execute it flawlessly so that you don't accidentally run a girl into a tree or <laughs> knock tourists over you gotta oh, make geez. sure your turns are on point you know, oh hey we're a little you know two rows of us can't quite fit through this gate so let's send one row through first you feel to communicate that mm. so it's like a whirlwind that's like you get the adrenaline going but mm-hmm. at the same time you're like oh gosh we gotta make sure we pull this off right wow that's so cool um and so this is your third year as a leadership girl so what made you want to apply and become a leadership girl? So as a younger scout, when I first came in, since my sister was older than me, mm-hmm. I always hung out with her older friends when I was first in the program, mm. which is when they all became leadership and I realized how much they do and how much they impact how the program runs and how things go because we're a girl-led program. Mm. Like we have our adults here to help us, but it's mostly the girls that do everything. So then when I saw how much they're able to influence and impact the girls below them, I was like, that's awesome. I want to do that. And so I signed up for leadership. And when I first became leadership, I became um, an assistant patrol leader, which is our second highest leadership position. Mm. Uh, And when I came in, just the feeling that I was helping these sixth graders get this impact that I was getting as a a younger scout coming Mm. into the program, Mm -hmm. I just thought it was the coolest thing to think that like, I'm part of the reason that they're coming back. You know, I'm able to help create this family for them to want to be a part of and have influence on how they see Mackinac. Yeah. So, and that, it sounds like that's probably why you've stayed a a leadership girl over these years. Yeah. That's so cool. What has been your favorite part of being a leadership girl? I think my favorite part has been getting to know all of my fellow scouts beyond just like face value. Mm. I have some girls here that... I've gotten to know how they lead, how they learn, how they like to live. Like, there's so many things you wouldn't usually get to learn about someone, but Mm -hmm. as leadership, it's your job to figure those things out and figure out how to communicate the message to them and make Mm -hmm. sure everyone understands. And using that now, when I go through everyday life, I feel like I'm able to anticipate situations better and figure out how to work with people who are different from me just because of how much I've gotten to do that here and be able to do that. Wow, that's incredible. That's a really important lesson to learn, especially at your age, you know, being a, Haley will be um, starting college in the fall. So like that's 
that's a lesson that most fully grown like adults don't know how to do like communicate with and work with very different people so that's an amazing lesson yeah it's crazy how much you learn by doing a program that you do for a couple weekends every year like the amount of things that you can learn doing it's insane yeah what what else sticks out in your mind as something something else that you've learned um, one thing that really sticks out is how to create a atmosphere that's very much like family. Mm. Like, obviously, all of these girls, we don't have our parents with us. We don't all have siblings with us like I got to when I first came in. Mm-hmm. But I've learned through being here how easy it is to make someone who used to be a stranger feel like they're family with you. Everyone here talks about we're a Mackinac family. We're mm-hmm. all sisters as scouts. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that you can take with you and make it to where your friendships become closer you're able to, you know, be with people and hang out with people and understand that, like, you have a bond deeper than just seeing each other every once in a while and hanging out. Like, there's mm-hmm. something deeper than that that kind of sticks with you forever. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That's it's such a cool opportunity for, for you girls to be a part of. So thinking about your entire experience, you know, it, you have a unique perspective in that you've been involved for so long, and, and you can see that, that overall importance of the program. What would you say about your experience overall? I think the biggest thing to take away from Mackinac Mm -hmm. is that, like, even though the girls and the faces and the things we do may change a little bit from year to year, we're still the same family throughout all this time. Mm. Being here for six years, the faces have changed a lot, but I still feel the same about all of my scouts. We all love each other. We're all super, super close with each other, and that's something that you can't really say you get everywhere else. You Mm -hmm. can't say that, like, oh, yeah, I met this girl for the first time this year, but I think of her as my sister now. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of a unique thing to Mackinac that you get this sense of family. Yeah, yeah, that that is just so cool. And I think it's really impactful to hear from your experience, you know, being involved for all these years and and the incredible lessons that you've taken away. And in some respects, more importantly, all of the relationships and and experiences that you've had. So thank you so much for sharing all of your experiences on the Honor Guard. I know we probably could talk for like several hours. We could keep going on and on. Yeah. Is there there anything else that you would like to share? Um, I think one other thing I'd like to add in is, so part of a big thing about being an Honor Guard Scout, the fact that we are part of the Mackinac Island Honor Guard, Mm -hmm. is that we also handle all of the flags on the island. Mm. And that's something that I have, now that I've learned how to do it and be respectful and utilize a flag in a proper way and raise it and lower it in the proper way, Mm -hmm. now I've been able to take that and I've been able to teach it at our encampments for our younger scouts in my Mm. area. I've been able to do flag ceremonies at my school. I've done a ceremony at an MSU basketball game, and Mm -hmm. that's something that is super, like, amazing to get a chance to learn and understand just, like, the pride that you can have in your nation's colors Mm. is something that I never thought would impact me so much, but nowadays when I go around, like, anytime, you know, I hear the pledge or I see a flag, I just get filled with a sense of pride that, like, this is what it is to be an honor guard and to be just, like, a proud American in general is the sense that, like, that's something you can't get everywhere else. Right. Yeah, that's so cool. I have goosebumps hearing you describe it that way. What a what a cool thing to learn. I guess just one more question that I want to ask you. Um, if there were if there were a girl like on the fence about doing honor guard, on the fence about applying, what would you tell her? I would tell her 
take the leap to the other side. It's worth it in the long run. Like, a lot of people look in and they see people all dressed the same in little dorky outfits or they see things, <laughs> and they're like, not quite sure. Like, will this really be that fun? But the only thing you can do is give it a try. And trust me, if you let me convince you and give me, <laughs> give me 20 minutes to talk to you, you will be applying for the program. You definitely mm-hmm. should. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Haley, thank you so much for, for sharing for about me. your experiences. It was really great to talk with you. Um, and I feel like our audience will really hear your passion and, and how important this is for you, even though they couldn't see your face lighting up when you were talking about this like I could. So thank you so much for, for joining me. Thank you. So I'm here with Aaliyah, who is a first-year girl in the program. Um, We are going to be chatting a little bit about her experience so far. So Aaliyah, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So tell me, what has your experience been like so far? Um, As a first-year girl, you've not yet been to the island. What has it been like? Well, I think like all of the trainings have been amazing, and every time I go to one, I get just like even more excited for like the trip to come. And I think it's just going to be, like, really memorable, and I'm very excited. Yeah. What has it been, what are some of the things that you have learned so far? So I've learned how to raise and lower flags on the pole and how to fold them. And I've also learned, like, marching in the group and stuff. Mm. And I've also learned, like, how to, like, clean up around the barracks and stuff. Okay, awesome. What has been your, your favorite thing that you've learned so far? I think I really like flags. Yeah. I like doing the flag ceremonies, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a, it's a big flag that you guys have to yeah. fold and, and put up and bring down. Yeah. How big of a flag do you know? Well, there are three different sizes. There's Storm, which is 4 by 8, mm-hmm. and there's Fort Main, that is 10 by 15, and there's wow. Garrison, which is 20 by 36. <gasps> oh, my gosh. We've, we've done the Garrison flag before. We've, like, folded in stuff, but mm-hmm. it was really big and heavy. That's really, that's a big it, flag to fold. I'm pretty sure it took, like, two patrols to fold it. Wow. That's crazy. And anybody listening, like, it's hard enough to fold, like, a normal, like, three-foot by five-foot flag, let alone a 20 by 36. Yeah, we have to make sure it doesn't touch the ground at all. Yeah, and it, I'm sure it has to be, like, absolutely a perfect fold. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no room for for error, right? Yeah. Wow. How long has that process taken, like, learning that? Or did you know that coming into it? Um, well, we first learned folding the storm flag at the first training, mm. but we didn't fold garrison until like i think two trainings ago okay and so yeah wow (laughs) that's just that's crazy um what has it been like getting to know all the girls in the in the honor guard i think like with this program like i make so many new friends here and Mm. everyone's just so nice and supportive and stuff and yeah everyone here is really great that's awesome is is there anybody here who you knew coming into it or was it Um, all brand new i actually have so I know a few girls that told me about it, and there were also some new girls from my troop that came into it this year. So if you were talking to a girl who had no idea what Honor Guard was, and that you were talking with her, maybe you think that she would be a great fit, she would really love this program, Mm -hmm. what would you tell her? I think I would tell her that even if you have slight like maybe I won't like it I think you'll really have a good time and it'll be a really memorable experience and I think you would really like it Mm. 
So looking forward to your trip because right now, um, just so our listeners know, we're towards the end of June. Their trip will be at the end of August. What are you most looking forward to about your time on the island? Um, I'm just really excited to like be on the island and see the island like and sleeping there and just being there for that 10 days and I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I'm also really excited about, um, so we do guide duty and we go to the fort and we serve as guides there. And we're there, like tour guides. Um, not like tour guides, but we're we're all like we all have a post at the fort or downtown, Mm -hmm. and like people can come up to us and ask questions and stuff. And I'm really excited about that. So, well, can they ask you questions? Like, just any question that they have about Mackinac? Yeah, we study a lot for it. (laughs) Wow. So, are you? Like, at this point, have, do you feel like you're a Mackinac expert? You know all the things? Or you're getting I mean, there? I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily an expert, but I feel like after a few years, I should know a lot. And yeah. I already know a lot about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I was talking with Jackie, she shared that, you know, you learn all about the, the history of Mackinac. Mm-hmm. And um, what is, like, one of your favorite things that you've learned about Mackinac or, like, the coolest thing that, that you've learned? Well, I never knew that there were schools on the island. Oh. And there are about, like, 500 people that live there all year long. Oh. And there are schools there, too. Mm. And everyone just gets there either by, like, horse or walking. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I guess you don't really think about, like, that's a place where people live. Like, it it just seems like it's a cool vacation spot or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. That's really cool. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to share about your experience so far on on the honor troop? Um, I just think for anyone that's considering applying, I would apply if I were you, even if you have slight doubts. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have applied last year, but I didn't. I just didn't think that I would really like it. Mm-hmm. But now thinking back, I would have liked it a lot, and I'm yeah. really glad I applied this year. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaliyah, thank you so much for chatting with me today. <laughs> I think you. it was really great to hear from a first-year girl who hasn't been to the island yet about just what it's like. And it's, it's pretty clear that you are loving it so far. Um, and I'm super excited for you to get to go to the island later this summer. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Aaliyah. I am here today with Brianna, who is one of our Honor Guard Girl Scouts from Troop 609. So thank you for joining me today, Brianna. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is an exciting opportunity to talk about the program. Yes. So take me back to, you know, when you first heard about the, the Honor Guard program. I was first told about it from my mom because oh. she told me that she did it for two years. And so she told me just the little bits and pieces that she remembered. Mm. And it sounded like a lot of fun and Mm -hmm. just a way to expand Girl Scouting in general, more than just badges and stuff. You get to, it's a bigger opportunity. Awesome. Do you remember in that moment, like what, what made it sound so enticing, so exciting to be a part of? Um, Well, we were going through old photo albums, and I saw a picture of a group of girls and her marching Mm. down, and it's like so different from anything I've ever done so it was so interesting to see like you're all in uniform you're all in step and just to hear about like the other things with the program that picture kind of started like my interest so I was doing research and looking Mm -hmm. on the websites and like hearing about it it was interesting awesome so when you so you decided to jump in you decided you know, as soon as you were able it sounds yeah. like you you applied 
um, what was that first year of service like? Or what was that, that first, you know, when you first joined, what was that like? Um, well, there's the selection process. Mm. So going into selection, I was with two of my friends, and we were really nervous. Like, we didn't really know what to do. We were just thinking in our heads, okay, be perfect. Like, this is what they're looking for. And so we get to selection weekend, and we do flag folding and marching. They're just teaching us the basics of the program. Mm -hmm. And getting the selection letter that says, I'm happy to inform you, you've been selected for Troop 609 Honor mm -hmm. Guard is like one of the best feelings in the world. The first week, well, the week on the island was just everything is new. It's not from a tourist perspective. Mm. You see everything a little differently from just walking around downtown because mm -hmm. you go behind the fort to the scout barracks and then like getting your bed and like getting the tour of the fort so you know where everything is. You just kind of feel like very important and mm. like you know everything about the island. So and then you have served two other summers since that first one, right? Mm -hmm. So what was it like then returning for to the island for another week of service? My second year when I got to the island, I was thinking like, I know more like you aren't as lost your first year, mm -hmm. even though everyone helps you along the way. So you're never really lost. But your second year, you like know what to do and you're more experienced. And so you seem you're like kind of cool going into it mm. and you like know where to go. You're also giving like the tours of the fort and just doing more than you would have your first year because you know what you're doing. Mm. And that's just really cool to be like more experienced. Mm -hmm. And then this past summer, I was a part of junior leadership. Mm. I was a marching leader for the ramp up to Fort Mackinac. And that's just another step in the program that you can take to get more experience. Because I feel like you get experience every single year that mm. you wouldn't get the previous year. And you just have to keep going in the program, which is cool that you can keep continuing on yeah. for six years. It's not just a one-time deal. Mm -hmm. One thing that I, I hear all the time from girls who are, are involved in Honor Guard um, is the notion of girl-led and how being girl-led is a huge part of the program. So can you tell me a little bit from your perspective, like what is that like, that girl-led piece? It's really cool to see more than just your troop leader or your co-leader like stepping into action and just seeing like a junior in high school like mm. taking this charge and it like you see these role models that aren't your parents aren't your teachers that you'll see all the time it's role models that are like two years older than you mm. and you like can look up to them and like reach out because you you're more connected to them because they're more your age mm. so it's just as if they're like your big sister. Mm -hmm. You can just ask them any question you have and it's really cool to have that person that's not an adult, that's mm. like not forced to teach you everything. It's like their choice and you know they want to. Mm. 
One thing too that that you kind of brought up that the big sister piece, you know, that that sisterhood aspect, which of course is a big part of Girl Scouts in general, mm-hmm. um, but it's something that I hear all the time about Honor Guard as well. Like the, it's this special sisterhood, it's this special family. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about about that aspect, the family aspect? Uh, yeah, we have in our patrols because there's four patrols. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have like a returning girl which is usually third year and up or second year and up and then the new girls and so that's kind of like your direct like sister Mm. so that's the per like you tend to get closest with like your little sister your big sister Mm. and that is like really important to have just someone like you know you can talk to mm-hmm. if you have any question that you don't feel comfortable even asking your patrol leader. Tell me a little bit about your favorite part of, of serving on Honor Guard. Um, my favorite part is meeting new people because it can like be a little intimidating like having to meet a new person every single day. But we make it really fun because our troop has a little contest. So if we talk to people and if we find out where they're from, we can put a pin on like this giant world map we have. Cool. And then at the end of the week, whoever ha- like whatever patrol has the most pins mm-hmm. is bragging rights. That's so fun. But it kind of encourages you to like meet new people and step out of your comfort zone. If they're just waiting in a long line for something, you're like, oh, hey, where are you from? Like mm. first time on the island or something. And you learn people's stories, which are so interesting that you would never know just mm. from staying around where you live. Mm-hmm. Do you, are there any stories that stick out in your head of people that you met that were particularly interesting or? Um, on the end, we get a lot of veterans, mm. and so they'll be wearing their hats until you ask, like, like, oh, thank you for serving, and then they'll tell you a little bit about, like, their experience, mm. or what my favorites are, like, older ladies who come up to you and say, oh, my granddaughter did this, like, <laughs> 10 years ago or whatever, <laughs> and then hearing how their experience is different from it is now, or... Mm. Like, even moms with little children saying, like, I did this when I was a Girl Scout, and I loved it. And Mm -hmm. just hearing those little experiences is always, like, really fun. Mm -hmm. It sounds like those personal skills, those social skills are Mm -hmm. huge, that you learn a lot about that kind of stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else, like, communication-wise that you feel like you've learned from this experience? I've never considered myself, like, a shy person, but there's definitely girls in the program, like, this doesn't seem like something a very shy person could do, but definitely there are people who, like, like, you can be very introverted and, like, not talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. and come out of your first year wanting to talk to everybody, know everybody, like, story and, like, mm. adventures they've had, and... It's just so interesting, I guess, Mm -hmm. to see that growth in the program from selection weekend. If you get selected and, like, you don't really want to talk to people, but, like, we kind of get it out of you. Like, Mm -hmm. what, like, why are you doing this and stuff? And Mm -hmm. you just connect with other people because there's 56 girls in the program. So you can always connect with someone. Mm -hmm. 
who has like similar interests in a similar story as you. What is one thing that you wish that people knew about this program? That it's not as much work as it seems. Mm. Like the little paper that's in the source book, mm -hmm. it just shows like we raise flags, we do this, we do that, and all these set in stone things that we do. But there's so much more to the program than doing just our service work mm. because we have fun while we do our service work but then there's also going to the grand and shopping like every single day and hanging out with your friends playing cards on the back deck and eating fudge at nine o'clock at night mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much more than what the little paragraph in the source book shows you mm. that the work we are doing is fun because you're talking to people and we do service duties. So we'll be like picking up trash around the island, but that's a great opportunity to talk to your friends and just more hangout time. And mm. it's a lot less work than it seems, even though we're doing service constantly. Mm. So one thing too that I kind of just thought about, um, when you're on the island, are you unplugged from technology? Yeah, we have... We put our phones in an envelope in a lockbox that all the adults keep. Oh, wow. And then for like 15-ish minutes at mm -hmm. night, not on the like Saturdays that we're there, mm -hmm. um, we just get our phones. Pretty much everyone calls their parents, tells them about their day because that's a long recap at the end of the week to tell them everything yeah. that happened. <laughs> so it's nice you just call your parents because there's service up there, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you don't really notice there's not much like downtime mm -hmm. to like just be on your Instagram just scrolling through mindlessly mm -hmm. you're always doing something so being unplugged even if you're like attached to your phone you don't notice it mm. yeah that's that's something that I think is really cool and I think is important for girls to have the chance to unplug you know because all of us are so connected all the time and you're constantly yeah. wondering you know what what somebody post or yeah. you know what do I need to catch up on did I miss somebody's story or you yeah. know whatever so I think that that's really cool that you guys get that chance to unplug and mm -hmm. you know just talk to your parents at night and um, go about your day yeah. um, do you think that that helps you to be more present on the island I think so because I mean if you're hanging out with friends and you're just on your phone for like two hours you aren't really like connecting with them and having the conversation but mm -hmm. like it gives you a chance to learn card games which like nobody plays anymore <laughs> so you're like learning new things from other people and then that also gives you a chance to like talk with them and learn their story mm -hmm. and so it's beneficial and when you get like back from the island you realize like I've missed six days of Instagram posts from my friends mm -hmm. that really doesn't matter that much it's mm -hmm. like it's social media like that's what other people were doing I was on Mackinac Island going to the Grand Hotel every other day eating fudge and hanging out with like my best friends in the world mm. yeah that's awesome it's like the Instagram will be there when when you come yeah. back right um, awesome. Are there any stories that stick out in your head from your time on the island? Um, I've been trying to think of stories. Mm -hmm. um, it's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> my first year, I was put, or my guide 
was right next to the bathrooms mm. and so you like there's a big old bathroom sign all over the fort like directing you where they are mm -hmm. and people would come up to me and ask me where they are and it'd be like right next to them <laughs> like three feet away just it's little opportunities I think they wanted like talk to me mm. and then um I just thought of this one there was two they were like it was two moms, and they both had their shoulders with their kids, and they stopped. It was hot out, and I was, it was my second year, and I was in the sun. I was on the parade grounds, which is mm -hmm. really fun to just watch every, all the demonstrations and everything that's happening, mm -hmm. good people watching, mm -hmm. and they just come up, and they just want to look at your vest, because we can wear our vests that we would wear, like, with our troop, we just have oh, cool. like 609 on it. Mm -hmm. And so they want to look at all the badges here, all the stories about all of our badges mm -hmm. and asking questions. And that's just so fun to yeah. tell them like, oh, this was like three years ago mm -hmm. when I did this. And their like face just lights up when mm -hmm. they see Girl Scouts are doing things. Right. And, yeah. Probably a lot of um, Girl Scout alum who, mm -hmm. you know, they were Girl Scouts growing up and they're just excited to see that it's still alive mm -hmm. and well and yeah yeah awesome I had another girl this past year come running up to me I was at the bottom of the ramp and mm -hmm. she was like I'm like I just got done with sixth grade I'm going into seventh grade I live I forget where she lives mm -hmm. she lived in like upper like Michigan mm -hmm. and she was like and I'm doing a report for Girl Scouts like for a badge on the Scouts of Mackinac Island and I was like that's so cool she was mm -hmm. so excited mm -hmm. and I told her like you live in Michigan you can come and join our program mm -hmm. if you want and she just about like jumped up and down blasted <laughs> off into space she was so excited and so I told her dad like what our like website is mm -hmm. so she could get the application but she was like awesome. so excited and that kind of makes your day when mm -hmm. you see like these girls really eager to do this and mm -hmm. like if she didn't know much about it she knew scouts go on Mackinac Island to serve mm -hmm. and so I told her a little bit about it and she was so excited and it was mm -hmm. so sweet. That's awesome. Well, Brianna, thank you so much for, for chatting with me today, telling me about your experience. It was really great to hear your perspective on this program because, I mean, I didn't have the opportunity to serve, but it sounds like a wonderful program, and um, I'm really glad to hear from your, your perspective what it's been like. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. To all of our listeners, thank you again for tuning into our podcast today. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking that beautiful subscribe button that you see. And then be sure to share this episode far and wide so that we can really spread the word about the Mackinac Island Honor Guard opportunity. Thanks again for listening today. I'm Brenna Smith, and until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. Change the world, come with me. Time to let our dreams fly free. And it comes so easily, that is our way. change the world